0: The light fades with death's cold embrace, you've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help, no one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your host, Chris Thomas. And Broke Rider Dave.
1: Welcome to the Body Bag Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Broke Rider Dave, and with me
0: is Chris Thomas. Yeah.
1: He's a little bit tired today maybe Uh, a little
0: sick maybe a little sick maybe a little tired
1: he's pushing through for you guys
0: uh, yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) we'll go with that maybe talking about this movie will cheer me up
1: because we are talking
0: about a lot of people would call it like an all-time great movie but it's probably one of the funnest horror movies to watch that's for damn sure The way that Dave talks about this movie since last night, you would think he was talking about a woman. Just had so much fun watching it last night. Uh, In all honesty, it's been a couple years since I actually had watched it. It's as great of a movie as it is. You know, as great of a movie as a lot of movies are, it falls into that category of I don't really watch it too much. It's like The Thing. The movie The Thing is like my favorite creature feature horror movie. And I usually only watch that once a year yeah sometimes and it's usually around halloween time
1: it's probably the same with me in this movie i'll watch it maybe once a year Mm -hmm. i mean i bought it on amazon prime so sometimes super bored and look back at my past like movies i own i'll go
0: back and watch it I think the movies that I really, really like, I don't watch all the time just because I like to go back to it and just experience it as new as I possibly can. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: you don't want to overdo it on a certain movie.
0: Yeah. All right, well, we'll get into that. We'll get into it in a little bit. But before that, as, as usual, why don't we start off with some horror highlights? Big news for me, anyway, is that I finally got Shudder. Yes, finally. Happy birthday to me. I finally got Shudder and i should have got it a long time ago i think what i'm going to start doing is with these reviews i'm going to highlight some shutter shutter exclusives or shutter originals that people should be on the lookout for we're not getting paid not sponsored by them not yet how (laughs) does that not yet (laughs) i
1: think i should start tweeting at them like hey uh we talk about you guys all the time
0: you know maybe throw some funds our way so just right off the bat i'll go ahead and I got three three highlights to shout out. Okay. Uh, the first one was when I get a new thing, and like with, with this uh, streaming service, choosing what I'm going to start off with is a big decision. Yeah. I have to go. All right. How am I going to start off my experience? Well, I like myself a good horror documentary, and the first thing that popped up on it was this. A horror documentary called Horror Noir. Okay, yeah. All about the uh, history of black horror uh, throughout time, uh, starting with old 19... black and white creature feature movies, all the way up to movies like Jordan Peele's time, his run. Okay. And just kind of the evolution of how black people, black directors, black storytellers were represented in horror movies. And it was really, really interesting. If you like documentaries, watch it. If you like, if you're just a horror fan, give it a watch. Yeah. It's called Horror Noir and that's on Shudder. This
1: was about maybe two years ago
0: when I first got
1: Shudder. I watched a documentary on Thomas Savini. I can't remember what it's called.
0: I'm sure if I type it in on Google, it'll pop up. There's, About there's... how
1: he went from directing and doing all the
0: special effects to being the director. Yeah, and just contributions alone, it's a horror. Yeah. If there was like a Mount Rushmore of like horror in terms of people who make it, like the directors and stuff like that, not yeah. the not characters, but a horror director, movie maker Mount Rushmore, I I'm sure his head would be on there.
1: Yeah, I think for me, it'd probably be well Tom. Sweeney, William Castle, John
0: Carpenter, and Wes Craven. No love for, uh, well, I was just about to say no love for so-and-so, but I don't. Oh, Alfred Hitchcock. I was like, I can't even remember his name. <laughs> but yeah, um,
1: I mean, it's tough. I feel like I'd oh, trust me, a I, like, Castle movie over Hitchcock.
0: Well, oh, oh, trust me, I'm the same yeah. way. I think, <laughs> well, at some point in a different thing, I'll talk about Alfred Hitchcock. Not to downplay his contributions to the horror genre, but there there are tons more people I would watch before Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah,
1: I mean he's still made a huge contribution, but he's like right there on the outside looking in. But you can only choose four. Second thing
0: that I wanted to highlight, uh, I found my new binge watch movie on okay. my binge watch show, also on Shudder, and that's Creep Show. Okay,
1: yeah, I figured you'd get into that.
0: Well, Esposito and Bell are in the first. Are in the very first episode. Jigsaw and Gus Fring from Breaking Bad are in the very. First episode, and that's a strong opening. And I've seen the Creep Show movies, and I love, love, love a good anthology. Yeah. So Creep Show is my new. This is my new jam and I've been looking desperately for a new horror binge or just a binge in general yeah. show, There's so many shows out there that are like popular right now that I just can't get into Um, my sister desperately wants me to be into the, I gotta word this correctly My sister desperately wants me to get into the show The Boys I
1: love The Boys, I, I'm,
0: I just I, caught up on it yeah. I, I, was, I was about to say my sister desperately wants me to be into The Boys But I can't, <laughs> I, was, I was like I gotta word this right I don't know, Home lander is just such an asshole and i just don't i don't know i just feel like the show would piss me off because why would i want to watch a show about uh egomaniac asshole with a god complex all-powerful who I, all i know is we're in season three right now and he still hasn't gotten his comeuppance I, something tells me i would just watch the show and just be pissed the entire time i don't know about that i think you'd enjoy it like yeah homeland is your dick but he's supposed to be i know he's supposed to be i don't know call me crazy i just don't like watching an asshole be an asshole for three seasons And, like, not get his ass kicked. He has his downs, the times where they kind of get their upper hand on him. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's not right. No, I don't know. And Jack Quaid's amazing in the show, too. No, I don't know if it's just that I wouldn't be into it. Or maybe it's just that we're living in a time right now where I'm just kind of all superhero movied out. Yeah. (laughs) With with just, you know, I'm not as into the next phase of, like, Marvel as I definitely was during the build-up to the Avengers and Infinity War and all that business it's yeah. just like you know i've seen that. i've seen enough superhero stuff now i think i'm Petering off i'm ready for the next big fad whatever it will be yeah but getting off topic creep show watch it it was a good hell of a first in, uh intro to the shutter uh series and i'm yeah. it's a new show and lastly the biggest reason why i was getting shutter in the first place mad god comes out june 16th by phil tippett it is ju- i mean the trailer i i, I haven't watched the movie because it's not out yet but the trailer looks crazy as balls man it's like it just macabre it's stop motion but it looks wet and just the uh, the designs of a lot of these creatures look so grotesque and you know me I love 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 a good creature feature. Creature features definitely are some of my favorite horror like I love me a good weird gross looking creature. I think I just appreciate all the effort and what it takes to make something look the way it does. Just f- figuring out like man what made this person think of that as like an idea for a creature you know what I mean? Yeah. So feel Tippets, Mad God, comes out this uh within this week. I'm looking forward to it. That was the whole that was the whole reason I got it. And shout out to my sister. She was the one <laughs> who got me the subscription as an early birthday present. Nice. And yeah. those are the uh horror highlights for uh for me anyway. I'm gonna be every uh review now. I'm just gonna uh go out of my way to check out some more shutter stuff and uh, just uh throw some stuff out there that maybe people wanna keep an eye out for if they got shutter or if they're thinking about getting it. So are we going to go into discussing the movie of the uh, hour
1: the movie of the hour yes
0: you know what this is your baby uh, this, this is your girl, so uh, I wouldn't dare talk about her. So you you go ahead and you take the leads on this one.
1: It starts off, you got two guys just basically having a casual you know conversation. They look to be in a government facility type deal, and they're getting ready for their shift. And they're talking about how important their job is and how other facilities around the
0: world have failed. This is very much... I'm sure the director lifted this kind of deal from pulp fiction. The yeah. idea of two people just casually being at work, just having a normal conversation, friendly conversation, but their job is super important. In this case, a horrific type job. Yeah. But they don't draw attention to it. They're just, it's just another like Monday morning to them.
1: And then you cut uh, two girls in an apartment or whatever, getting ready for their weekend away. Completely different scene yeah which introduces you to dana and jules the two girls
0: which and uh introducing the one of the actresses which is the reason why i kind of like redheads sometimes
1: yeah and then jules her boyfriend kurt is the typical jock american football player
0: thor himself
1: Played, played like chris hemsworth who uh Kind of drops it to his Australian exit every once in a while in this movie, which doesn't make sense for an American football player. But
0: Now, I'll say this. When I, for those of you who either haven't seen or don't remember, when this came out, I don't think anybody was expecting at all what it was going to be.
1: No, I, w- I saw this in theaters so and was like, oh, it's just going to be another run-of-the-mill horror movie. No, I thought yeah, that, I, was that wrong.
0: I mean, there was like one or two things in the trailer that showed, all right, it's just a little bit more than your generic horror movie. Like, you saw, like, this the grid or the, the yeah. little force field thing that keeps them within where they are. But if you would just go by the trailer alone, I, I just remember seeing I don't seeing think the- I ever saw a trailer for this movie. I, I did. I just
1: saw it in theaters one
0: day. i saw the trailer and i was like all right i mean it looks like whatever i mean it doesn't look bad but it certainly doesn't look like anything special yeah and then the rotten tomatoes scores coming out and everybody who saw it was like this movie is awesome
1: yeah
0: and i was like all right i kind of need to see what this is all about because it looks just like a whatever horror movie yeah and even the beginning setup is generic but it is intended to be yeah uh, you know <laughs> Group of friends. You got your jock. You got and then your-
1: his friend Holden, who's like the smart academic, good-looking guy. Followed by the burnout
0: Marty, but even even in the beginning, it's not totally generic because you know Chris Hemsworth is sitting there talking. You know he's the jock, but he's sitting there also talking, giving uh, the the main actress advice on oh you should read so and so. Yeah, it'll uh, if you're if you're taking a class in this, you really should read uh, this. Philosopher book, or you should yeah. read this guy's something guide. That into he's whatever.
1: actually, you know, super intelligent.
0: Yeah, because even later they say when he starts acting weird, he says, "Why? Is he, why is he acting all macho man for the dude's a? What is he majoring in? Like an economics major or something? Like, what is he? Um, uh,
1: sociology.
0: He's like, he's a sociology major. Why is he talking? Why is he calling me a nerd for?
1: Yeah, and they get into this RV, go on the road trip, pull into some random, really, backwards. really backwoods gas station. I think the guy's name is uh Jebed who runs
0: a gas station I mean that that's what his name's gonna be now because his yeah. not old old crazy jebediah in his gas station we ain't yeah. got no we ain't got no phone around here we ain't got no uh, internet around these Park.
1: Turns out off works for the
0: government to ensure that they can go
1: to the cabin. So, just a little lesson for you guys. If your friend says out of nowhere he has a cousin with the cabin in the woods, make sure you go. have a cousin. One, make sure he has a cousin. Two, just don't go. It's how a lot of horror movies have started over the past
0: half century so at this point it's like your typical group of teenage friends college friends going out to a cabin in the woods fairly fairly common setup for any <laughs> horror movie
1: they get to the cabin all start picking out the rooms and then uh holden gets into his room and sees this like two-way really mirror. grotesque oh. painting on the wall so when he takes it down realizes it's a two-way mirror looking into uh dana's room
0: i loved this
1: scene moral dilemma he had with should whether or not to tell her <laughs>
0: <laughs> should should I she's hot should I tell her that yeah. this is a two-way mirror and I can see her changing and stuff like that? And then he's yeah. like, nah, no, nah, I gotta yeah. no. Hey, stop, stop changing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I See, not all dudes are drooling at the mouth, horny douchebags. I mean, he did think about it for a second, but ultimately he was like, ah, oh, nah, let me be, a, I gotta be a decent dude. And, hey, stop, you know, don't chain her or anything like that. And then he lets her know about the yeah. the two-way mirror. She goes back to her, or she changes rooms or something like that. Or they switch she, rooms. Are there about to yeah they switch rooms and then he starts to change and stuff like that and she's the one who ends up looking at him while he's changing
1: Well, you see like in these little pipes and like throughout the cabins, they started spraying in like pheromones. Kind of start the party.
0: You got you to gotta, you gotta say who they are.
1: The people that are working for the government. So the two guys we saw at the beginning.
0: I mean, I know who you're talking about. I'm just saying you need yeah. to like when you say they, you need to give that a little yeah. context.
1: Just kind of.
0: This whole thing has been yeah. orchestrated.
1: They're orchestrating everything down to the T at this point.
0: The government is doing all of this for a reason. They put these kids out there. The kids don't know that they've been put out there, but this whole situation of these cabin in the woods, friends getting out there, even the cabin itself, has been orchestrated by the government for a particular reason, which we will get into.
1: Yeah. And then the scene where people in the government are actually taking bets on what is actually going to be killing them in the night.
0: And I have the list right here. Do you? Okay. I I have the list of, in case anybody was wondering. Now, this facility, it's like your typical, like, big facility filled with scientists, engineers, accountants, blah, blah, blah. and And this facility is located underneath the cabin underneath the cabby, you don't know that you think it's off somewhere else but this is an entire government facility located underground looking like a fbi headquarters type thing yeah and it is very important that the events that unfold unfold correctly and you can tell that this has been going on for decades if not centuries in this kind of fashion i mean yeah
1: it's kind of tongue-in-cheek explaining on why every horror movie happens
0: uh, it happens it has, for a reason have, because yeah. people have to die and they have to die for a reason So it's like well this has to happen might as well have fun with it So we're gonna yeah. take bets as to how they're going to die who's gonna die first what-have-you So they bring out the blackboard and people take bets are like all right, which which do you think is gonna? Uh, how, who, who's gonna get killed and how and blah 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 and among the these This is the whole list of things that they have on the blackboard as to what you could pl- place your bets on werewolf alien beast mutants, wraiths, zombies, reptilius, clowns, witches, sexy witches, demons, hell lord, angry molesting tree, giant snake, deadites, kevin, mummy, the bride, a scarecrow folk, snowman dragon bat vampires uh, dismemberment goblins sugar plum fairy merman the reanimated unicorn the huron sasquatch slash wendigo slash yeti dolls the doctors zombie regnet torture family uh jack-o'-lantern giant and twins and then you cut back to the cabin they're starting to drink they're playing truth or dare start to add like your typical teenagers they're drunk horny and, and just acting weird and when it comes to
1: Dana's turn, truth or dare, and Kurt basically calls her out for being boring and never really
0: doing anything in truth or dare. And at this point, it, it, this like is he where, like super dickish, which isn't which he hadn't been dickish throughout the entire movie. He, you know, he you can tell he's the jock, but he's like he's cool. He you know he's yeah. like he's not the shove a uh, nerd and the locker nerd. He's a yeah. jock. He's a jock who would probably be friends with nerds and just be like, hey man, what's going on? He's, yeah. he, he's just like super chill about it, and he's just.
1: Yeah. And you could see how what the government's been pumping into this household. kind of starting to take effect on people.
0: Yeah. People who, uh, except for one person, one person is, in, and is not affected by. Now, these chemicals that are getting pumped in the air are being are making them a act horny some of them are acting horny some of them are acting more like aggressive than usual yeah. some uh, some of them are acting uh not as smart it gives the whole reason as to like wh- why do people act stupid in horror movies it's yeah. because the government is pumping the cabin full of make These you, stu- make you yeah. stupid gas except yeah. for the stoner is the only one who is not being affected by it and at this moment A hatch
1: to the basement pops open.
0: So of course we got to go down there and see what it is, what's down. And
1: the jocks reasoning for it popping open is it must have been the wind.
0: It must have been the wind. It had to have been the wind.
1: So then they're like, "Okay, Dana, we dare you to go downstairs." She goes downstairs. Then, after like five seconds, bumps into something, screams, and they all come down. Realize this basement is kind of awesome. yeah every type of horror thing you think you'd see in a cabin in the woods is in this basement
0: this is where the bets come into play
1: yeah this is where the people in the cabin actually make the choice they don't realize they're making a choice
0: it's basically choose your own the I- adventures each of the items that are down there activates a certain choice that basically is going to seal their fate and you see them all messing with certain things one person is is it a film reel that she's messing with marty the star he's looking through a film reel and then you got Holden playing with, like,
1: this kind of, like, Hellraiser-type puzzle thing. Like a puzzle box. Yeah, and he's starting to put that together. And then you got the Jack, who's holding the conch, and he almost flows into it.
0: And then, you, is, who's the main actress? Uh, what's her uh, character name? I thought it was Dana. And yeah. Dana picks up and is starting to read from this diary. And that activate that that seals the deal. She's reading from the diary, which means she has now set this well, it course in Well,
1: not until she reads the... Uh, Latin part
0: in it. Oh, the so she's uh, like, Yeah, she's
1: about to read. And Marty's like, No, don't fucking read that.
0: That's yeah, stupid. don't read. Yeah, no, she's like, What he, he as she's reading, he says, Don't stop reading it. And then she's yeah. like, Oh, and then she, they're all like, Shut up, Marty, you're dumb. And then, and then they read it. And then she, she gets to the Latin bit. He's like, Now, seriously, don't read the fucking Latin bit. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, she reads the Latin bit. Which means the zombie redneck pirate, or sorry, zombie redneck torture uh, family, torture family. I said zombie zombie pirates. No, uh, zombie red. I said zombie redneck pirates. No. A uh, zombie redneck torture family rises out of the grave, which means that, what was it? Accounting one or something like that. Whoever. Accounting.
1: No, I think it was accounting and the intern.
0: And the intern. Just <laughs> um, kind of jumped on it with the. Uh, yeah. Won that bet. So now the course of the night has been set into motion. And while the choice has been made, the night is still not over yet because it is still important that these college kids do not survive the night or yes. at least the most of them don't survive the night.
1: So the Jack and his girlfriend, Jules, go outside and they're getting out. And then she's like, I don't want to, I'm cold. So the government's like, hold. Do we got adding heating over there? Someone get heating over there,
0: so they heat up on the outside. And the lighting department comes in, spraying
1: yeah. some more pheromones, so she's more willing to you know do the do. <laughs> and then you get your uh, obligatory uh, tit shot right there.
0: This one is this would make a good uh, dual feature with Leslie Vernon, yeah, because it's like it explains why people act the way they do in horror movies. Exactly. Well, actually, this is a good dual feature because it ex- uh, Leslie Vernon explains why serial killers or slashers act a certain way this movie explains why the victims act a certain way exactly and so that's why that's why you'll have your gratuitous titty shot out in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere for no reason you know what maybe maybe that was the reason why in madman mars maybe they pumped too much stupid juice into the air and that's the reason why they were looking at each other all weird in the hot tub for a Five minutes. Yeah, they, they were just maybe they just got an extra helping of stupid juice, and then yeah. they. I'd like to think that the government was sitting there watching on the thing, like so. Who 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 pumped, who pumped uh, uh, the stupid juice in the air? You put too much. They're just sitting there looking at each other. Yeah,
1: and then you cut back to the cabin where Marty. He's hearing like the suggestive voices telling him what to do. He's like, "I hear you. I'm not gonna do that." And i like, "Go for a walk." I think okay. we we'll go for a walk, and he walks past go Dana for a... and Holden are making out on the uh, couch. Whatever. He walks outside. It starts smoking his joint, and then here comes Kurt running. Full of blood. He's like, they fucking killed her. And then inside. Oh, which.
0: Which you, you skipped. That she dies. By the way.
1: Oh yeah, Jules. Of course, she's the first one to go. Makes she, sense.
0: She's the ditzy blonde. So. Yeah. She's the ditzy blonde. She's having sex out in the middle of the woods. So she's gotta go.
1: So they go inside, and he's like, "We gotta go. We gotta leave."
0: And Dana's like,
1: "No, I'm not leaving without Jules." And
0: then the she redneck the zombie bay, gets. Redneck
1: zombie opens the door and throws Jules' head into her.
0: Well, there you go. Now you can leave.
1: Yeah, they scream, and they're all running around. And then that voice makes a suggestion to Kurt to split up, and Marty's the only one who's like, "No, that's dumb. Let's not split up." He's like, "Yeah,
0: let's split up." Anytime the stoner makes a legitimate decision or a legitimate like criticism, like. We need to stick together or we need to do this. Yeah. The government just pumps more stupid juice in the air. air
1: And And, like suggestively tells them what to do. So they all split into separate rooms and then all the doors slam shut. They're all locked in their rooms. And I think it's Marty who's the next one. He kind of got, he discovers a camera. And one of my favorite lines of the show
0: one of my favorite lines in the whole movie where he's like, I'm on a reality TV show. So, <laughs> he th- yeah. He, he sees the cameras and all the wires and the government's looking like, oh my God, he's found it. And then, of course, just being the stoner burnout that he is, he's like, I'm on a reality TV, which, you know what, he wasn't too far off. <laughs>
1: And they're discussing what to do, and they're like, oh, well, there's a zombie coming right for his window right now. Let, let her handle business.
0: Zombie grabs him and, and, and pulls him out the window. Yeah. yeah.
1: It seems like she kills him.
0: As all of this is going on, every time a character dies, you see the government pull a lever on there, and when they see one of the characters supposedly die off. Yeah. You see them pull a lever, and then you also see, like, a, a carving of... Some kind of emblem starting to the fill with The stereotype
1: blood. of which they were like. Jules was the uh, I think party they girl. Said yeah, well, she was the and party then girl. Yeah, Marty was the fool.
0: He was he was the fool. And there's also other emblems of one that's the athlete, yeah. another which was the yeah. intellect, and, and the other virgin. So you're starting <laughs> to kind of piece together like, okay, they're all filling out the stereotypical roles uh, yeah. for a reason. And then
1: another zombie's trying to come through the window in Dana's room. So. So Holden destroys that little two-way mirror between their rooms, pulls her through, and they put a bed up against the mirror, and see that there's this little hatch that goes down to the basement, because why the fuck not go down to the basement? They go down there, and then they, uh, they get attacked in the basement too, right?
0: What's-his-face gets
1: like a hook in the back. From a top, and she's like trying to pull him down and pull. So Holden gets the like this zombie being a real redneck has a bear trap on a chain, and he gets bear trapped to the back, and zombie's pulling him up. Dana pulls him down, takes a crowbar, puts it through the zombie's
0: skull. Zombie's
1: still trying to fight, and then she stabs
0: him a bunch. Like a lot of horror movies, he might have gotten a bear trap to the back, but he's fine. Yeah, he's cool. He, 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 he runs perfectly fine right after that. He brushes it off. He's cool. Yeah, and then they
1: get out of that one. I think they call it the black room where the lore of these zombies is where this the main father zombie killed his family yeah for not being believers enough
0: their backstory the zombie backstory is not really important no um it's just i i would be surprised if that even if if that even is real Um, yeah it's
1: something probably made up by the government
0: uh, but they make it out of the cabin and back to the rv you got yeah, thor with kurt uh you got thor holden and dana because uh the other two uh have been snagged by the uh redneck family and then they proceed to go out Broadway, the way they yeah. came
1: and the guys from the beginning who are in the government working the office are like okay guys collapse the tunnel which maintenance is having issues and they well can't get i the need-
0: tunnel. Well, I needed to what collapse the tunnel means uh, in order to yeah. uh, on the route to the cabin in the woods. It's through the mountains and it's a one way street. And they had to come through a tunnel through the mountain in order to get to basically the killing zone, which is the where the cabin in the woods is. So when he says collapse the tunnel, he's basically saying cut off their one way to get out of here.
1: Which that doesn't work because maintenance is having issues. So you see this guy do like a whole forty-yard sprint across the facility to maintenance to fix it himself.
0: It is absolutely imperative that they don't escape. That they don't escape. Now, at least, at least most of them. At least not yet. Yeah. Because they have to. You you get glimpses of that this this incident with the cabin yeah. in the woods is not an isolated incident. Yeah. This is actually happening all over the world. Uh different governments have their own stuff that's going on because you see uh pictures of uh what's going on in like Japan. They reference Japan uh, We're at the
1: point at a 100 clearance rate but just failed for the first time so it comes down to the u.s succeeding
0: this uh it doesn't matter which government succeeds at least one has to have a full killing by the end of the night uh, and everyone else has failed uh and you see they're they're showing like little stuff that's going on in japan and japan has like a uh a ring type situation going on over there like a ghost killer uh, girl like attacking a school. And and so you get the idea that this is happening all over the world. Japan is kind of leading the charge in terms of success rates. So he basically, last minute, is able to collapse the tunnel.
1: Yeah, they get about halfway through the tunnel, have to start reversing because it's coming down on them. So they pull out of the tunnel and realize the road they need to get to is probably about 50 feet maybe with a 5 foot incline on the other side. It's a
0: he had. It's basically across this giant gorge. Yeah,
1: they're and, in the middle uh, of the
0: mountains. They're in a mountainous yeah. area, and the only they see the road on the other side of this gorge that is basically you know where the tunnel would have. The tunnel kind of curves and it, and it ends up on the other side. So they see the road that they would have ended up on that they need to get to.
1: So uh, Thor grabs his uh, dirt bike, which it's I like, guess I was on the.
0: This. I guess that was on the RV.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you could put something like that on an RV. I'm yeah,
0: back. I'm just, it was like yeah, on the, he didn't yeah. just like grab it out of nowhere. It was, yeah. and he's like, I could make this jump. So
1: you got Holden, who's like the smart guy, tell him like, all right, we well, got to get everything you got because five foot higher on the other side. Wait, so,
0: you know, you don't need like to be a, a smart person to realize even if what's about to happen is about to happen, there's no way he would have made that jump anyway. That is too big of a gorge and not enough of a incline to make it.
1: I don't think it's an impossible jump if it wasn't for the force really. field. I think I've seen, you know, dirt bikers make huge jumps before. I wouldn't say it's impossible.
0: I don't think he had enough room to uh, to build up enough speed, though.
1: But it kind of looks like he's going to make it. And then, boom, he hits a uh, force field.
0: So there's like no way for them to get out of here. basically. Yeah.
1: And that's when Dana starts putting it all together. Like, holy shit, Marty I'll, was right.
0: <laughs> I'll just People have
1: t- been puppeteering us all night.
0: I'll just say this though just with the whole dirt bike thing one more time. I probably would have gone down the gorge before I would have tried making that jump. Like like go down the gorge and walk across to the other end before I would try making that that's jump like with a dirt bike. That's like saying you go down a cliff so like that's, Well, I would I fall. I I would still I would risk that before trying to make a jump with a with a dirt bike from I I don't have enough trust in myself that I would be able to make that <laughs> yeah. jump. So now, Dan- Well, he
1: said they would have tried it, but his climbing gear is in his room because they discussed that beforehand.
0: But, uh, but Dana. And he's
1: like, like, yeah.
0: Dana is now putting it together that Marty, who had been saying that it sounds like he's talking conspiracy theories because he's saying the government is doing this to us, but he's actually correct.
1: So her and Holden hop back in the RV and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. We're going to keep going through. We're just going to drive past until- the south maybe there's another way. Just like, no, they're not gonna let us leave anyway.
0: Either that or nothing.
1: Yeah, and as they're driving, Zombie Redneck was actually on the RV How'd she guessing guess? the whole time, just biding his time, and then stabs him in the throat. So Holden's out of here. So they cl- crash into the water, RV goes down, and then so Holden dies. And they think all four have died except for the Virgin, so they actually, the government, all they all start to celebrate at this point.
0: Because it doesn't matter if she survives, the other four had to die before her before her and now they're breathing a sigh of relief they're yeah. like all right man we're good yeah we're, we're good every it doesn't matter if she lives or if she dies right now yeah so she uh, swims
1: out of the rv lands gets onto this like pier type
0: thing just starts getting her ass kicked by watching
1: is one of my favorite scenes in the movie cause they're all partying having a good time and you just see on the screen to the background is this girl getting destroyed by the zombie
0: it's just just getting thrown around and getting yeah beat up by the zombie redneck uh torture father person while they're yeah. all like drinking tequila and beer and and yeah. just prematurely and then this is
1: where you get one of the twists of the movies when he was talking to these guys like it's okay you guys couldn't collapse the tunnel we we finally got done we're good he's like, they're like no it wasn't our fault someone somebody messed with, messed with, the, with the equipment from upstairs to so like what yeah from upstairs and here's your big twist
0: shaggy's back
1: yeah marty's still alive the job is not done so like marty kills that one zombie with with takes, his with his bong yeah with his bong which is dope and then he's like come with me and they're running and marty hops down into the grave where the zombies came from she's like you want to go in their grave he's like no no just follow me so marty didn't in. die
0: marty didn't die because when you die off screen, that means you might have actually been alive. He actually survived getting uh, attacked by the zombie redneck. Uh, was it the mother?
1: Yeah. And he brings her down and hops into this elevator. He's like, I think I can rig this to go down to wherever it came from. She's like, do you want to go He's like, we have no other way to go. They get in the elevator and you see the zombie redneck mother just completely torn to shreds. So, Marty did, did some work on the zombie.
0: Uh, Marty put in some work. And uh, yeah. he, he, he's been spending all this time off screen, basically exploring the area and figuring out that there's more to this place than just being a cabin in the woods. So yes. the, he, this underground elevator that's connected to the graveyard these creatures these zombies yeah. weren't really buried in anything they came up through an elevator
1: yeah so they're going down this elevator and you're seeing all these other creatures that they could have chose from this like,
0: this last 20 minutes of the movie is where you're if you're a horror fan you're getting your money's worth
1: yeah and they told you know like a security guard like hey when the elevator opens up shoot marty get shot take him out Fair enough. so they're seeing all these creatures like the ballerina with nothing but teeth in her face
0: all of those things that i had listed earlier are here and accounted for. They're yeah. all in their own basically prison cell. Yeah, and it's like they're in the holding area of all of these creatures. That I mean, we only see a handful of them, but you kind of get the idea of that there is way more. Yeah.
1: So, think the elevator stops and it opens, and the guy has the gun pointed at him. He's getting ready to shoot when the zombie arm grabs his leg, and while he's distracted, Marty hits him and they take his gun and everything, shoot him, and like keep going through this hallway.
0: So now Dana and and Marty are. basically basically, in the government facility right now. The elevator took them through the holding area and opened up basically in the lobby area of the government building.
1: So they go into, like, the security area where they're sitting and they realize a bunch of people with guns are coming at them. Where Dana just says, fuck it, and... Presses a big off. red
0: button where... That's uh, always good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it just releases all of the creatures.
0: Why would you even have that button? Don't know. Um.
1: And good God, I'm so happy they did. Uh, I,
0: what ensues? This is
1: fascinating.
0: <laughs> this is fan service. The last 15 minutes is just fan service. You want to see uh, a creature, um, like tear apart people? You have everything from, uh, more zombies to evil clowns to the molesting tree that I said earlier yeah. uh, is in there somewhere. A unicorn uh, comes yeah. out of nowhere and. John- Giant snake. Giant snake. Giant uh, robotic uh killer machine. Just giant vampire bats. Everything comes out of their holding cells and just starts attacking the government facility.
1: Yeah. And so they're in the scramble. They all run away trying to figure out where to go and stuff. And then you got the, I'd say the four main characters they've shown in the government facility the two guys that were running everything, their security guard, and a chemist named lynn So they're all trying to escape. Not One only
0: escape, but. But it's imperative that Marty dies. Specifically, Marty, the stoner, has to yeah. die. And it, he has to die before Dana. Doesn't matter if Dana survives, but Marty has to at least die before her. Yeah.
1: By this point, he's trying to open like this hatch, something for them to escape in, where you see the scarecrow people come, grab out the security guard, and they're pulling him apart. So he just
0: blows himself up
1: with a grenade, which launches the other guy who is kind of working on everything with the gun. No. He flies, hits
0: a wall. Now, this dude, Plains. since the beginning of the night, has had a hard-on for um, a, merman. a merman, which was one of the things that you could place a bet on. Apparently, yeah. every single year, he bets that the merman will be like the thing that was going to kill these kids, because this year, it was the redneck zombie torture family. But every yeah. single year, he's been wanting to see a merman. I don't know why. Maybe he's just a big Aquaman fan. Yeah. But, and he uh, was so
1: disappointed when Kurt had the conch in his hand and was about to blow on it until she started reading the journal. But yeah, so as he's laying on the ground,
0: through the debris and through the smoke comes a merman. Comes a merman and
1: massacres him.
0: And just massacres him. So he gets his wish. He's disappointed. He goes, "Oh, come on!" And then he just gets yeah. eaten by this merman. Yeah. So you know, the there's your finally... there's your arc right there. There's your yeah. there's your uh, merman arc. There's your merman arc. He finally shows up and uh, he kills the dude who, who his biggest yeah. fan.
1: As the guy gets the hatch open, a giant tentacle comes from the ceiling and just snatches the chemist away. He's out. Yeah. And then off in another part of the facility, you got Dana and Marty finally make it to like the bottom, bottom level
0: where all the symbols were filling with blood. Well, before that, she ran into the other scientist guy and kills him. Y-
1: yeah. I don't even think she meant to kill him. I think that was purely an accident. She kind of just turned the corner with a knife and ended up stabbing him. But she doesn't really care that she... No. She just kind of pulls out and they keep going. Because, you know, what she's been through tonight, she's been through hell. They get down there and then. this is... One lady who kind of explains everything to him, like
0: Ripley herself, comes out of nowhere. Yeah, she's Sigourney like, Weaver.
1: Yeah, who actually directed the movie. Kind of explained. Yes, yeah, she explains to him that this sacrifice needs to be made, or the gods of old are going to come and kill everybody. What did you say about directing? I think Sigourney
0: Weaver was the director of this movie. Uh, it's directed by Drew Goddard. Except so when I was watching the credits out of the movie afterwards. I mean, like, maybe the they brought her on as like an assistant director or something. Yeah. Point. It's like, yeah, so it's said
1: uh, direct uh, as, as
0: you're finished wrapping up, I'll, I'll look into it real quick. Go ahead and uh, keep going. I'll look into it.
1: So as she's getting ready to... She's thinking about shooting Marty, and then she gets attacked by a werewolf. And then Sigourney Weaver tries to kill Marty. And they're rolling around, and then the child of the redneck zombies finally makes her way down there. Kills Sigourney Weaver, because Dana warned Marty about it. And Sigourney Weaver and this zombie kind of take a tumble all the way off the cliff. So then, at the end, they're just kind
0: of like, "Well, I guess it's time for society to be rebuilt." Well, Sigourney Weaver explains what the deal is.
1: Yeah, that, and they make the decision just to just kind of let the old gods out and destroy the world.
0: And even though Dana, well, she says that, you know, uh, she explains basically that Marty, you're the, uh, yeah. you're the fool. So and so was the. Uh, athlete and yeah. blah 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 and Dana find it out that Dana's work. not not really a virgin but they work with what they got what they
1: got yeah
0: and if if, if they're not dead by the end of the night then the old gods come out and basically yeah. kill the entire planet
1: and so they kind of just sit there and smoke pot as the world gets destroyed around them
0: and then the movie ends
1: okay now I see what I read wrong you read that see her name was the director director yeah
0: yes she her title in the movie is it's the, director, the director. director yeah. but she is not the director 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 of the movie so you were kind of right and that's cabin in the woods with the
1: old gods coming out destroying everything kind of
0: hard to make a sequel to it yeah unless they do a unless they make a route where it's like Mm -hmm. all right after this this events of cabin in the woods happen the Mm -hmm. gods created the world again and Mm try to start over Um, yeah but i hope they don't because i want this to i what's wrong with there being a good standalone movie yeah
1: this doesn't need a sequel
0: no it does not this might be the biggest this was such a treat when i first saw it In theaters, just because I didn't know what it was going to be, I went into it because I thought it was a generic horror movie when I first went to go see it. Until I started seeing it like '90s and people saying it was so great and so awesome that I had to be like, "All right, what is so great about this?" It looks, it doesn't look like anything special. And then, you know, within the first ten minutes, well, well, actually the first couple minutes where it's just the two dudes talking, I was like, "All right, this seems interesting." Yeah, this is different. All the way up, and then like you see, like force field has the. same setup as a generic horror movie, but different. (laughs) Yeah. And there, it's rare that I go into a movie feeling like it's just going to be like a whatever movie and then am pleasantly surprised. And then it, it has gone on to be like beloved by horror fans. Absolutely. Because if you're a horror movie fan, which, you know, we are, obviously, yeah. this is a you know horror podcast. You love horror movies, but you have to admit that a lot of them tend to bleed together and become generic and become all right. You know, as much as I like them and stuff like that, like slashers tend to bleed together. Together. Your cabin yeah. in the woods movies tend to all just kind of bleed together. Yeah, there are so
1: many like cabin in the woods summer camp movies because everyone's trying to copy the success of Friday the Thirteenth
0: or uh, copy that or copy Halloween. Just they yeah. like they like the idea of. I mean, Friday the Thirteenth definitely created the yeah. formula of the haunted campground. Yeah, but this you know. So when you finally see something and it's like, plus I love like like I've referenced it before, Leslie Vernon of yeah. oh, have you ever wondered why characters act a certain way in horror movies? Well, here you go. It wasn't the fact that they were making dumb decisions, it's the fact that the government was pumping dumb juice into the air yeah. that was making them make stupid decisions. And I get why people
1: make terrible decisions in horror movies. So like, now, let's if you,
0: split up. So now, if you... Now you can enjoy future horror movies and just tell yourself, all right, this is why they're acting so stupid. And the reason why this movie is also so brilliant is that at the end, you've been through all of this stuff that you don't even question this whole old gods motive. Yeah. Like this whole, the old gods have to be appeased. Because at this point, I mean, you don't realize that until the last five minutes of the movie. And you know what? It's like, sure, (laughs) I I don't care. Yeah. And just that last 20 minutes alone, every horror movie fan's wet dream of just seeing everything just tearing everything apart yeah
1: it's amazing
0: so going into that we have to do a kill of the of the movie either kill of the movie or what do you think was the coolest monster on screen
1: kill of the movie
0: i've always loved the unicorn scene
1: but i'm gonna have to go i'd go with the merman (laughs) kind
0: of like i I love the just desserts of it kind of probably the happiest death in the whole thing just because he finally got what he wanted i mean he didn't want to die obviously but he finally got his merman yeah so yeah merman for me kill of the movie because there's so much death in the last twenty minutes, right? I mean, you got a killer clowns going on. You have uh, you have the uh, you have a, a robot that is specifically a murder robot going around killing yeah. people. Murder bot, yeah, just a murder bot. I don't know which what I'd rather see the most. I mean that. There's this one character that's holding something that is obviously gotten refer- or got its inspiration from Pinhead. Yeah, just this bald dude with chainsaws in his face or with saw blades in his face, like holding on to something that looks like a puzzle box. The puzzle thing that Holden was playing with earlier. So I mean, that was obviously a Pinhead kind of yeah. knockoff, which was probably intentional. It was probably like, let's even show that even like the knockoff villains are kind of in here too. Yeah, I don't know. There's uh, I'm, I'm going through in my mind the. Characters that I saw on screen getting killed, yeah. I'll just go ahead and say uh, the uh, murder wraith going around. I thought was a pretty interesting looking yeah. one. So uh, he was just going around. He was just one of the many monsters going around killing people. So I'll just say uh, the wraith going around killing people. I thought was pretty cool. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah. I mean,
0: there's a, there's a ton. I mean,
1: it, it's hard to choose. It's very Alaska. hard.
0: So yeah. I yeah, you know, it was just the spirit running around wailing and killing people. I thought it was pretty yeah. cool. So I'll, the the wraith I'll say was mine. Okay. Um, this is gonna get high marks. Um, Definitely. Uh, of the movies that we have watched uh, and reviewed, this is probably going to be the highest of the rated ones that we've done. Yeah. Out of a 30 point scale. It's well um, made. It's a fun movie to watch. Storyline's pretty coherent. And for, the for, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and put this one at a, as a 28, 28, 28, 29, cause I, I don't know if I've seen a, well, there's maybe a handful, but it's rare that you get a perfect horror movie. Yeah. But this is about as close as you can get to one. Just because it a good movie leaves you not knowing what's going to unfold as it's unfolding. Yeah. And it knows in this in this particular genre knows not to take itself seriously. Yeah. It is a good combination of comedy and horror that they this is the uh the perfect way to do something ridiculous correctly, in that it's like, all right, we're going to take the cabin in the woods premise and just make it even more crazy. Okay. Like the whole cabin in the woods, a haunted cabin in the woods is the least crazy thing that's happening in this yeah by comparison the cabin in the woods and the zombie redneck family is the least crazy thing of this whole scenario exactly and they know that making this movie and at the very end they tease you with seeing everything in the uh holding prison cell and the people making this movie know that all right we're showing them that all of these creatures the fans are going to want to see these creatures in action
1: they want to see them in action so you can't just
0: show this stuff and not have them do anything yeah and that would have been a big blow to the movie if that just kind of worked just in that prison you would have had a whole audience going like man you know what you saw all these things damn it would have yeah. been cool to see uh, like some other because the thing about it is you have all of these creatures i'll put it to you this way when they were making this movie you see all of these creatures and all these holding cells. Yeah. As a moviegoer. At that point, you're probably going, man, this is a lot of cool stuff, but it's a shame that all we got was your generic zombies, you know, Yeah, that, that ended up attacking the people. It would have been really cool to see, like, that murder creature or that murder creature. I mean, the concept is cool, but man, really wish that they would have did something other than generic uh, zombies. zombies. And then they hit that, that emergency like release, release button. button? And yeah. it is on. And then everything comes out, and you're like, hell yeah, yeah.
1: hell yeah. Yeah yes
0: yeah and then if you saw a creature in the holding you're like oh is so and so gonna come out yeah there he is there's the oh, yeah. there's the giant tarantula oh yeah. or, or, or i wonder oh man i saw i saw that they had like a masked family in there that was yeah. that kind of looked like purge masks and stuff like that are they gonna and yeah, then there they are tying
1: people up in porn gasoline? not only you're like yes
0: it was written and paced in just just a very smart movie which is the reason yeah. why i only see it once in a blue moon um because i like i don't like playing it out so much to the point where it just loses its luster oh yeah So I mean this movie is just 20, so that's a 28 for me because it I'd was give a it, pleasant yeah. surprise
1: I'm right there with you maybe 27 and a half 28 so yeah this movie definitely ranks in I don't know if it's my top 5 favorite horror movies but definitely a top 10 favorite horror movies
0: it's a concept that it's the reason why I like why I give 8 why I have like the love hate relationship with a 24 and M. Yeah. Night Shyamalan and that it's like you know what I appreciate a company or a story that does something different. Yeah. And Where,
1: sometimes they don't live up to the potential of this one. Fully lives up to the potential of this movie. Yes.
0: But and this If you're if you're a director or you're trying to write something that's like, "All right, I want to do something that's more than just a generic script." Even if it doesn't come out like you wanted or appreciated, I appreciate the effort of trying to do something different. And this one does something different and it just it's just some wah Done correctly. Definitely one of the uh, better like if I had to do a top 5 favorite horror movies, it definitely has to rank up there in the top five. I mean, it's it's well, I'll lump that in there with uh, Tucker and Dale. Yeah. Which is weird because I watch Tucker and Dale a lot more, but I don't. Yeah, I watch Cabin in the Woods a lot more than I watch Tucker and Dale. But I don't. But in all honesty, I don't think Tucker and Dale is worse than Cabin no. in the Woods. I actually put them on par with each other in terms of. I th- I'll put it this way: I quote and I laugh a lot more with Tucker and Dale. Yeah. Cabin in the Woods is more of a visual spectacle yes it's kind of like comparing Did they come out around the same time too uh, roughly i think yeah. it's kind of like comparing goodfellas with the godfather yes the godfather is a better movie probably cinematically goodfellas tucker and dale is like goodfellas cabin in the woods is like godfather
1: all right yeah that
0: it's a better movie but tucker and dale like plus tucker and dale is a tight 90 minutes and it's just a lot more like quotable and like more it's not even that it's more fun it's just that it's more oh. light Hearted Tucker and Dale
1: is 89 minutes, and Kevin the Woods is 95 minutes.
0: I knew that Tucker and Dale was 90 ish. Yeah. Uh, so they're both roughly the same amount of time. Yeah. But I think that's a that's the best way that I can put it is that yeah. Tucker and Dale is like Goodfellas that I uh Goodfellas I can watch any time. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm always in the mood for watching a fun Goodfellas movie. Godfather I watch periodically. Some movies yeah. you can just do that. You can just watch over and over and it's still just fun. Yeah. But Cabin in the Woods needs to be appreciated once in a while. I oh, think yeah. maybe that's the best way to put it. You watch it sparingly and you and it and you appreciate it for what it is and the smart story. Tucker and Dale yeah. is is like oh it's on I'll watch it it, it was yeah. it, it has enough funny moments consistently funny moments yeah where it's where it makes it fun to watch Cabin in the Woods has funny moments but, but it, they're more all,
1: spaced out throughout the movie. but it's
0: spaced out uh, a little bit more and sprinkled with more intrigue yeah that's why I put them both you know kind of like on par with each other but uh so yeah so I guess it's safe to say that the average would be about twenty seven twenty eight yeah right there good movie which is fucking great in our
1: skills compared to the last couple movies Sphere.com and wishmaster which were in the single digits
0: which were in the single digits uh yeah. this is good cabin in the woods this was this season you're picking two movies and i'm picking two movies and this was one of them yeah. for, this was one of them for you yeah. while i mine is, is more on the black and white classics yeah we're slowly going
1: back in time because oh. my next pick came out in 84
0: Four eighty five. That's uh, old Freddy. Yeah, the yeah. original Nightmare on Elm Street. And then after that, we're going even further back in time with Night of the Living Dead. dead. And then hopefully around Halloween time, we're gonna end out with Nosferatu. Yeah. In honor of uh, the remake that's in the works. Kind of should wanted... be coming out around the same time, I think. If it's coming out around the hundred year mark, people know who Nosferatu is, but have you actually ever seen the movie? And I can't say that I have. No. Um, but I've always loved the design of Nosferatu. Faratu. Yeah. I so always I, thought that I'm he looked creepy. I'm actually creepy.
1: excited to watch that, yeah.
0: A good old black and white, si- is. Uh, I believe it's silent, isn't it? We're going yeah, to try to end out. it is a
1: silent film,
0: yeah. But we're going to try to end out with Nosferatu. Classic vampire. Yeah, this is a silent film. So I like this, though. I like this as we get yeah. closer to uh, oh, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going further and further back in time. But we also have four to five uh, other guest reviews, which we'll have the guests come on and we'll review a movie with them. And uh, we got some more uh, giveaways coming up soon. Everybody have a good week. Take it easy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can
1: find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast.
0: Thanks, and we'll see you next time.